Hi everyone, this is Vincent, your host for this episode. In this episode, I'll be discussing with Dr. Adrian Lowe about post-traumatic stress disorder, or PTSD, in the context of Hong Kong in 2019 and 2020, especially in relation to the unprecedented political upheaval and COVID-19 epidemic that have been going back to back. Oh, and actually, what is PTSD? It wasn't until 1980 that the American Psychiatric Association added PTSD to its manual, making this disorder a comparatively new one that many in the public still misunderstand. PTSD, very generally speaking, is a mental health condition that's triggered by a terrifying event, either experiencing it or witnessing it. Symptoms may include flashbacks, nightmares, and severe anxiety, as well as uncontrollable thoughts about the event. If you're new here, this is Mindful Chatter presented to you by Steph, Kathleen, and Vincent. Here in this podcast, we chat about everything related to mindfulness, both as a personal practice to cultivate mental well-being, and also as an interpersonal practice to create social impact. Through heart-to-heart conversations about our own journeys and other stories, we hope to share different perspectives and resources that will help you live a more mindful, peaceful, and meaningful life. If you like this podcast, the best way to support us is to subscribe and leave us a rating and review. You can also send this episode to a friend or share it on social media by tagging us at MindfulChatterHK on Instagram or our Facebook page, Mindful Chatter. Enjoy the show. Adrian is a chartered psychologist graduated with a doctor of clinical and industrial or organizational psychology from California Southern University in the USA. Adrian's workplace stress research has won him the Presidential Award for Doctoral Research Excellence at the California Southern University. Since then, he's been invited to be a keynote speaker in many conferences worldwide. He's the president of the Hong Kong Association of Psychology. Besides, he's an adjunct faculty member at the University of Worcester, as well as an adjunct lecturer at the University of Hong Kong School of Professional and Continuing Education. So the question today is, is our city in trauma? With the unprecedented ongoing political upheaval and COVID-19 epidemic, are we, as a city, still doing okay, or are we getting more and more traumatized and scared? In light of what's been happening in 2019, 2020, and up until now, is it still appropriate to talk about and bring awareness about PTSD and its potential occurrence around the Hong Kong community, or are we simply overreacting and necessarily exaggerating our normal negative human emotions with serious clinical terms? We're very honored to have Dr. Adrian Law with us today to talk about mental health in general and how basically how it's been like in Hong Kong in the past a year or two and how it has been affecting the mental health of a lot of the Hong Kong people in this city. So Dr. Adrian Lowe, welcome. So today, as all of us already know, 2019 and 2020 has been a very uh, abnormal year or a very interesting year, I would say for a lot of people living in Hong Kong. So first of all, the protest and the coronavirus has been hitting Hong Kong since January till now. And a lot of people have, uh, have been rushing for uh, the purchase of masks, sanitizing jails. So today we have Dr. Adrian Lowe here to perhaps talk a bit more about what these, particularly these two events has been affecting the mental health of the people in Hong Kong. So what do you think about the current situation in Hong Kong. 
Um, I would say the current situation is definitely devastating. And me and my colleagues, we actually did a research on this a um, couple of months ago, and we've got like over 900 respondents to participate in this uh, research. And we found out that approximately 88% of the uh, respondents um, uh, described that they are um, suffering from some mental disorder. So I would say that if these uh, mental stresses are not taken care of, uh, it will lead to what we call the post-traumatic stress disorders, um, which will be uh, pretty serious. And post-traumatic stress disorder can can be happening um, from a month after they have experienced the episode. So the episode could be what we call the primary trauma, where they actually um, experience the situation firsthand. Or it could be secondary trauma where they experience situation from other f- uh, forms of experience like the, the TV or the videos or YouTube whatsoever. How does PTSD affect our human body? Right, uh, this is a really interesting question and we have to understand that uh, the human body actually consists of what we call the autonomic nervous system. And autonomic nervous system consists of uh, two two systems known as the sympathetic and the parasympathetic. And the sympathetic is like um, when we experience stress or when we think about the the stresses or episodes, uh, it actually alleviates the the sympathetic system. And when the sympathetic system is being fired up, our heart beats faster. And what happened is um what happened is that it causes the, the body to to be on a fight or flight mode right fight or flight mode and sometimes you would experience things like low appetite or low sex drive or your, your you feel butterflies in your in your stomach or something like that and you might feel pains and aches uh, if it's having prolonged uh, stresses that's on your sympathetic um, nervous system so i think uh, this is all part of the reaction of our, our human system uh, which is geared for our survival but i think uh, what's what's serious is that if this has is being a fight up long term right our entire human body system will be it's like shooting ourselves on, on the shoes yeah so in one of the interview that you have appeared by one of the newspapers in hong kong you observe that many people deal with these negative emotions mm-hmm. from both from the protests from the happening of the corona virus happening in Hong Kong right now. So um, many of them actually deal with these negative emotions through avoiding them, through a more passive manner or, or more passive attitude. Yeah. Um, do you think it's actually quite worrying? It is. And I would say these are what we call the defense mechanism uh, that um, arise from a yeah. human being. Right, so they might have a defense uh, maximum like avoidance behavior. There are so many kinds of avoidance behavior. They could be just um, pretending nothing bad happens, or they might go for a drink, or just swallow down the the depressive uh, symptoms that they are experiencing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I would say that they they will experience some form of uh, PTSD a month after they have experienced uh, these symptoms. So it could. It could uh, be aroused from three main uh, areas. One, I would say, is the intrusive. Now, what's intrusive? It could be like as we're speaking, and suddenly the the thoughts of those um, uh, episodes just arise in the in the thoughts or the conversations. And the second one could be arousal. They might be trying hard to you know focus on some task at work 
or uh, even if they're trying to sleep, but they can't sleep properly or they can't work on a task properly. And again, the episodes just keep appearing in their, in their mind. And the, and the third one is um, they would start to have avoidance behavior as what I mentioned. They, they, they probably just do, uh, try the best to, to, uh, to think of something else, but, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. but they can't, yeah. right? Or they do just partake in some avoidance behaviors. Yeah. But PTSD to a layman like me sounds very serious or severe. So my question or concern or query is, how likely do you think? Oh, say um, if I have witnessed some of the uh, some of the very traumatic scenes from protests, and I've been feeling a bit of mental distress or emotional distress, do you think that is PTSD? Or to what point of my mental distress will be classified as a PTSD? Now, according to according to what we call the DSM, the Diagnostic Statistical of Mental Illnesses, uh, PTSD um, will, will be PTSD if it's uh, not taken, if, if, if some of the symptoms which um, I'm going to share with you in, in a moment's time yeah. appear like a month after the episode that has been experienced. So it could be um, memory problems or difficulty remembering things, or it could be you, you can't concentrate on your tasks properly, or there's some form of fear, anxiety that's coming up when, when you are trying to work on things. And, or there might be physical disabilities, um, poor relationship with uh, co-workers or friends. Or there might be unusual reactions that, that, that appear when uh, some of these uh, episodes just uh, coming up in, in your mind. Or there could be um, some uh, form of uh, what we call absenteeism or presenteeism. Absenteeism means absenteeism means you're not you're not showing up at work, or presenteeism where you show up at work but maybe your your soul is not in the office. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. these are some of the symptoms uh, in a nutshell. So so maybe would you say that oh experience from in the past might not even though they might not directly or immediately lead to the occurrence of PTSD for every single one of us it might have already increased or the, 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 the likelihood of some of us having the tendency to experience PTSD in the future if we do not mm-hmm. treat mm-hmm. such mental and emotional distress on time or properly. That's or correct. Yep. Yes. Um, and also, most of my clients, they have a common symptom um, in, in terms of PTSD is they have trouble sleeping or they have trouble staying awake, right? And staying awake, as in uh, if they're at the workplace, they want to try their best to focus on a task and finish it. They have problem with that. Uh, on the other hand, when they're back home, they want to sleep, but they they can't sleep properly. They they just couldn't create the environment for themselves to sleep in appropriately. Yeah, and uh, if uh, PTSD is not taken care of, it will become a vicious cycle. It become the symptoms will worsen. And they might even suffer from panic attacks as well. What do you think would be the adverse consequence of PTSD in the workplace? Yeah. As in what's the worst thing that could happen, right? Or if it's maybe, yeah, in the workplace, because maybe like for a lot of Hong Kong people, we yeah. care about like our performance at work, uh, relationship with colleagues, etc. Yep. Yeah. If uh, PTSD is not being taken care of properly, it will you know, it, it will escalate, you know, to become an even a worse 
uh, clinical uh, disorders, things like depression or major depression, and and the worst case of all for most uh, major depression, I see clients they have tendency to, to terminate their lives. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's a serious. It's it's really a serious issue. Yeah, okay. So what advice or what opinion do you have uh, regarding the stopping of the developing a a proper PTSD disease? Like, is there anything we can do before someone actually become diagnosed with PTSD? I think if if it's a person that's experiencing this firsthand, I yeah. would encourage this person to immediately find maybe a, a therapist or a psychologist or even to a psychiatrist if it's right. uh, if it's really serious. Uh, on the other hand, if if a normal person just sees someone that he or she knows uh, is suffering from such uh, symptoms or or disorder, maybe could encourage them, you know, to again to see a therapist, to a psychologist or a psychiatrist. So, would you say it it also applies to people say in the past year have been feeling quite bad or feeling quite unhappy in general? Do you think they can also go and seek professional help, like be it less severe or more intro level like a social worker a counselor or psychologist to maybe a psychiatrist Mm -hmm. i think the very least is uh, they have to find someone that they can talk to right uh even if to friends it's even better than not talking about it It, it's it's like it's like the the opportunity for them to express their uh, their experiences which is key to towards the, the the recovery process and sometimes if um, maybe if they can't find a friend to um, to relate to, or maybe the friends is not helping, you know, then I would highly recommend them to look for professional assistances like uh, rested counselors or psychologists. Uh, maybe even social workers could be helpful at times as well. Uh, it really depends on the context. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but you definitely encourage people yep. to go and talk to other people. Absolutely. So I think uh, we're very honored to have Dr. Lo to be with us here to talk about what advice he give to the general Hong- uh, public in Hong Kong regarding how to deal with some of the unhappiness or negative emotions that has been being generated. So thank you very much for your time and your uh, practical advice on dealing and caring about ourselves. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for listening to the end. If you enjoyed this episode, remember to subscribe for more. If you could leave us a rating review, that could really help us reach more people who may benefit from this podcast. If you have any questions or feedback, please do drop us a line on Instagram at MindfulChatterHK or our Facebook page, MindfulChatter. You can also email us at MindfulChatterHK at gmail.com. We look forward to having you back on our next Mindful Chat.